ready for a change in your life? Then welcome to Unfuck Your Life with trailblazing, sassy, and crazy redhead, Lisa Grunden. She cusses. She says the truth. She won't blow hot air up your skirts, ladies. Be ready to create a kick-ass life. And now, here is Unfuck Your Life with your hostess, Lisa Grunden. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Lisa Grunden, and today my guest is Kim Walker. Kim Walker is an international speaker, author, and owner of Tantric Hearts. She is a tantric educator, and if you don't know what that is, you're going to be finding out a lot more about it in this episode. She's a success coach and hypnotist, and she's been featured for over 17 years as the theme presenter for Tantra Week at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica. Kim presents passion play shops at conventions, cruises, radio and television talk shows, and events around the world. She has been featured on Channel 2 Houston News, the cable show Seven Days of Sex, Your Tango, Self Magazine, and Sexpert.com. She has a master's in biology. She's a licensed massage therapist, cranial sacral therapist, certified in nutrition and yoga, and of course, Tantra. Kim elegantly uses a balanced whole body and spirit approach to healing and shares with love and deep respect the potential for pleasure and how to deepen intimate connections and intimacy. She easily and magically inspires others to transform their lives into what they dream it can be. Kim is passionate about educating and assisting others to transform and be alive with abundance, love, intimacy, vitality, and empowerment. So, everybody, give a hand. Let's welcome Kim Walker. Kim, hi. How are hi. you today? Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for that introduction. Awesome. Kim, for the audience and those who don't know you yet, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I have been in the healing arts for over 27 years. And one of the things that, um, that came up in my massage therapy sessions was that people would automatically release sexual traumas in the session. Some of them didn't even know that I was a Tantra instructor. And in the beginning, I was just practicing on my own with my husband. However, I found that if I would train partner, their partners on these tantric techniques, they could continue that healing process. And I've seen so much transformation and intimacy and connection with the couples. And that's what really makes me happy to see these connections and this intimacy evolve to even greater. Awesome. Kim, there are a lot of women uh, listening to this broadcast, women across all spectrums. They're business entrepreneurs. They are career professionals. They're stay-at-home moms, really taking, taking on the world. There's women of all different kinds and shapes and sizes. Specifically, could you tell us what Tantra is? Tantra, it's a philosophy of life. It's basically finding joy in everything you do, whether it's cooking a meal with your beloved, working in the garden, or having bigger and better orgasms. 
That's the part we want to know more about. We want to talk about the bigger (laughs) and better orgasms. So the first question is, is Tantra always with a partner? No, no. You can practice this with yourself, definitely. So tell us about how did you become interested in Tantra in the first place? Well, I was introduced to it by my husband. He had been using these techniques on me. And I was leaving out books and stuff for me to read. And at first he asked me a question, Hey, Kim, do you want to have a tantric weekend? And I was like, well, what's that? And he's like, we're going to start on a Friday and we're going to tease each other all weekend. And you can't have an orgasm until Sunday. And I said, no, (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) wait. Knowing that I'm a goal oriented person, he, he said, well, Kim, if you fail, what do you get? an orgasm and a chance to try again the next weekend. I'm like, oh, I can do that. (laughs) I actually didn't really get into Tantra until, well, we used it whenever, after I had my first child, all my hormones were going crazy. And I wasn't having as good orgasms as I could, and I was like blaming him. And it was with the Tantric techniques of doing the goddess spot, which releases those sexual... um, sexual energies in the vaginal tissues that releases that so that you can be more fully sexual. I thought I was sort of having, you know, okay orgasms, but not until I actually experienced a G-spot, goddess spot, uh, healing ritual did I really get the full extent of, oh my goddess. <laughs> it was It was amazing. It released the energies. I cried. I laughed. I got angry. I had every emotion you could imagine in that one session. And I released that. And my partner was there to send that loving energy. And our intimacy and connection got even better. You can do it with a partner. You can actually do it with yourself. And I've had sessions where I work with myself and release that stuff that's holding me back because as I was taught growing up I was raised as a Catholic and um, sex was dirty ugly don't look at it don't talk about it but save it for someone you love and I had to figure out you know whenever my husband would come to me about hey let's let's try this I'd automatically say no I'm like why am I saying no to intimacy and connection you know why And I had to really look at it and say, okay, is this me or is this something placed on me by culture, religion, you know, backgrounds, what your parents' thoughts about sex is. And I had to realize, okay, this is not me. (laughs) I want intimacy. I want connection. I want love. And um, I had to just go through that fear. And uh, once I got through these little things that would come up, you know, I would look back and I'd go, Oh, that wasn't so bad. I want to do that again. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that wasn't so bad. I want to do that again. And the oh my goddess. So yes. you touched on a couple of things in your story that I found really, really interesting. And I'd like to explore just a little bit more. The first was the no, I don't want that. And as you said, you were rejecting your own sexuality. You were rejecting your own intimacy. You were rejecting your right to have a kick-ass fucking orgasm, right? Yes. And and what have you noticed? Is there, is there a rule that women should follow when they're starting to unleash their sexuality, when they're delving more into Tantra? Is there one thing specifically that you advise all women to do? 
there's several things that we teach in the Tantra practice. We give like five keys to, if you're wanting to go into the bigger and better orgasms. <laughs> um, but I think number one would be being in present moment. Being because in present moment. Yeah, because if you're thinking about the past, you're missing out on the joy of right now. And then if you're thinking about the, you know, the future, you're, you're still missing out on the joy of now. So being in present moment would be a big thing. And we do that in one of our passion play shops. Mm. Um, it's called Drive You Wild with Desire. And, and what we do is we go through each sense one at a time, sound and smell and taste and touch. And we heighten all the senses. And then you circulate that with your partner. And it can end in a sensual explosion. <laughs> I like that. We're specifically, not specifically, we're women on the move. My audience, these are, these are movers and shakers, stay-at-home moms, business professionals, whatever task this woman has, she, she is rocking it. And I'd like to discuss this a little bit deeper, how embracing your sexuality and releasing, releasing, because you mentioned that you had some stories about what girls have around sex. You know, you were raised Catholic, you know, you weren't supposed to do this until you found someone, all of those stories that are about it. What kinds of changes have you noticed, maybe in your own life, or maybe you want to share it in some of the lives of your clients, that when they really, when she really takes on her sexual energy and commands it and owns it, what a difference it makes in her life? I have many, many. For over 17 years, I've been helping women and couples help release those, those sexual traumas. And as far as for an entrepreneur, you can use that sexual energy to manifest whatever you want in your life. So releasing those energies that are stopping that helps you also use that energy to, you know, help grow a business. You know, if you're an entrepreneur or, you know, have bigger and better orgasms or manifest a house, <laughs> it could be anything. So I have a question. Does the size of the orgasm make a difference? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. So they go the full round of spectrum from a little yeah. ah, to uh, peel me off the ceiling? Yes, exactly. And orgasm is just, you know, a little signpost on the journey. Uh, in Tantra, we it's an enjoying the whole process. Mm. And, um, yeah, basically finding joy in everything you do. <laughs> so there might be a lot of women who are listening and they go, they have a lot of Perhaps they have some body stuff. It's interesting because I noticed that most women have body stuff, regardless of shape, size, anything, color, anything, um, what size their clothes are. It doesn't matter. What, um, what advice do you give to women about unleashing? Well, I know that whenever I started going to the exotic resorts in Jamaica, where it was a clothing optional, at first I thought, no way, I'm not going to get nude. I just don't know that I can do that. I do want to go on a, a, a vacation with my husband and explore, but I don't know about going over and, and getting nude. However, I saw whenever I got to the resort, it basically let me get over myself because I saw every shape and size, and and it was the women were so just oozing sensuality, no matter what shape or size. 
And I'm like, oh, I want that. <laughs> it was so cool to be able to see that modeled and to be able to let that go. I grew up in a, in a family where I was told I was ugly, I was stupid, I was fat, and, and you know, nobody wants to listen to you. And I had to change that programming. And one of the ways, a really great way, is to be able to just look in the mirror and say, I love you. And you would have all those little, you know, yeah. voices coming in and saying, yeah, but what about, you know, your hair? Or what about this? <laughs> and over time, because I did it every day, every day. And eventually over time, it was like, oh, I do love myself because you programmed yourself to do that. So, Absolutely. Like so, back, so back in your own story where you realized that basically if I could, if I could put some words in your, in your mouth here, that you realized that it wasn't about size, shape, or body. It was all about attitude. It was all about feeling. It was all about emotion. It was all about this inner knowingness and women embracing their sensuality as well as their sexuality. Mm -hmm. What was the difference for you in your business, in your life, maybe even further in your own sexual relationship, in your money manifestation, when you realize that it's not about size, shape, body. It's not about smart, dumb, anything that I ever thought about myself. It's all about appreciating myself, sexuality, sensuality in this moment. It was so freeing. Oh my gosh. I finally did decide to go to the clothing optional side. So I'm sitting in the hot tub with a bunch of other people that no clothes on and all of a sudden you know we're talking and joking and we're carrying on and just having a great time and my husband and I we look at each other and we're like oh my gosh we have no clothes on <laughs> and just laughing about it it's like we let go of the facade it was just another layer of letting go of, of that so that you can be more healthy happy and whole I think sexually you have to be sexually uh, healthy in order to have whole body health so let me ask you this. Um, a lot of women may not know uh, which direction to go. They may get um, ripped off or kind of sold a bunch of goods or something like that when they're on this journey. When they are looking to enrich their life, what kinds of advice would you give to them? What sorts of advice would you give? I haven't had any um, examples of women getting ripped off. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. For, for this journey, mm -hmm. um, in the, in the Tantra realm, mm -hmm. I haven't necessarily, I mean, we have Tantra travel trips where people can go and explore their sexuality, sensuality. Um, I also do the private bliss sessions that uh, help them become more empowered and learn about their body and how it works. And, you know, every female can, you know, female ejaculate. And uh, every guy can actually have a multiple male orgasms. It's a lot of fun to practice. <laughs> that is really good. That is really good to know because uh, all of us would be coming, uh, putting ourselves naked, so to speak, putting ourselves bare and vulnerable. And it's really good to know that it's a great community of not only experience, of trust, of teaching, of letting go and embracing uh, the body. I have to ask you, when there are some women who might be, perhaps you don't see them, I'm not sure, when you're talking to women about this and they've never done this before, what do you see as them kind of burying their head in the sand about, not wanting to see? What is your experience 
of women who are suddenly presented with this? Some of them are, you know, at first they'll sort of back up and sort of like this weekend I had a, a weekend with a group of women that they didn't know that I was a Tantra instructor. And so when they would ask, they, they just sort of like, oh, really? They back up. And then they, they got really curious. And it was really interesting and fun because whenever I presented what it was, they were like, oh, my gosh, tell me more. <laughs> So um, the Tantra seems to be a really great way to um, introduce the sexuality because it is sacred sexuality. And I believe it's a lot more palatable to, you know, the, the women because you like see a lot of the porn industry is just wham, wham, wham. <laughs> Whereas the Tantra actually allows for that connection, that intimacy, that love, which is really what we're wanting. So let me ask you, what is something important that many women typically blow off <laughs> because they think they're too busy, and yet it's extremely important? can't say that it's many women, but I know as women get older, their libido tends to wane. And so you, in your busy life, you just you know forget you know, to make time for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they do sometimes blow that off. I know whenever I had my first, my second child, um, my focus was on the children. And that's very common for families. You know, when the new baby arrives, that is the focus of the female. And she is, you know, and that is perfectly great. But then after they get a little bit older, it's like, okay, now wait a second. I need to get my, my intimacy, my love, get my... Um, relationship with my husband, having it a little bit more passionate now. And um, so if they're seeking that, then this is a great way to be able to enhance that and bring that back into your relationship and spice it up. That's awesome. A lot of my um, listeners are single. They're Maybe they're in a relationship, not in a relationship. How is it that they can use Tantra, that they can use the power of their own sensuality and sexuality for themselves by themselves? Okay. Oh, I have a great story for that. Awesome. (laughs) So what I did is um, I would set an intention. That's one of the keys to um, bigger and better orgasms, too, is setting intentions. And you can set intentions for what you're wanting in your life. So, for instance, while um, before I met my husband, I set an intention and I, I wrote a list of everything I wanted in a soulmate, and I manifested him. Mm-hmm. I put down everything from emotional, intellectual, physical, spiritual, everything that I wanted on that list, mm-hmm. even that um, his name had to rhyme with dad because I had a son from a previous marriage. His name is Brad. And I said he had to uh, be a massage therapist because I love getting massages. I'm a massage therapist, but I love getting them too. <laughs> and um, I said he had to cook and he had to be organized and you know he had to have a red sports car. I was just so detailed. <laughs> and, and I would get closer and closer to you know the, the relationship and the type of person I wanted whenever I started dating. And I would analyze all the relationships I had in my past and put that, what characteristic I liked on that list. And I used my sensual sexual energy to help manifest that using the gratitude of thank you for my soulmate who walks with God. And he's a walker. (laughs) 
So yes, you can use that energy yourself to manifest whatever you want in your life, whether it's a business. I actually manifested my trips to Jamaica at Hedonism. I set an intention in our sex play to be able to win a trip because at that time we didn't have the funds for it. Not only did we win it one year, we won it the next year. And um, we loved going there so much, we found a way where we, we keep going back. And that's been 18 years now. You've been an instructor there for quite some time. Yes. yes. So if someone doesn't quite know what hedonism is, or they think that uh, it's hedonism as in debauchery. How would you define, how do you define hedonism? Hedonism is uh, heightening all the sensual pleasures. Um, it is, the place is a resort called Hedonism 2, and it is a clothing optional, very famous clothing optional resort in Jamaica, and located in the grill. And um, it just has become a fabulous place. Uh, where I find that me and my husband can really explore our sensuality, our sexuality, and our connection. And when, when we first started going there, it was like, okay, we've got to keep coming back here because this is just a great place. <laughs> is it a couples-only place or are there singles there as well? Yes, yeah, singles are there too. We're actually going planning in May a goddess week. And so I have some really special things for the goddesses. Awesome. Um, yes. Awesome. So uh, I asked you if there were some rules or uh, suggestions when undergoing your own sexual experience, your own orgasmic experience. You said the first thing that you would do, that you would have them do, is to be in the present moment, mm -hmm. to be completely fully in the present moment. Can you give us a couple of other tips as well? Sure. I said present moment. The other one I said was the uh, intention, setting yes. an intention. Um, another one is sounds use your sounds to propel your sexual energy let the neighbors know you're having fun the sound is really good if you think about um, a martial artist whenever they go to break a board they make a sound yes they do Propelling that energy to break that board what if you use your sounds to propel your orgasmic energy yes it will heighten your ecstatic bliss I think that's a really good um, point to make because many people are probably thinking, oh, no, we can't let the neighbors know we're having sex. And you put it all out there and said, absolutely, let the neighbors know you're having sex. I know one time when my husband and I were in a hotel room, uh, people next door were having sex and that inspired us to have sex. And then pretty soon the woman was banging on the walls because of my orgasms. I was a little louder. You're louder than her. <laughs> a little louder. Yeah, so it's like, that. I like that about really unleashing it because it's not about being quiet and just deciding that you can only have a little orgasm. And maybe a little orgasm is okay. Maybe your sound is a, you know, maybe that is a big sound for you. And really unleashing it and letting it go. I know I've worked with a few people in the past on this specific thing in a hypnosis session and it, it just magnifies so many different things. And so now when a woman is in charge of her, her sexuality, what else is possible for her? Mm -hmm. what, yes. else? what else is possible? What else is impossible for her, right? Exactly. Like you said, running a bigger and better business, you know, stay-at-home moms, whatever. I liked the fact that you talked about it because it's a, a big issue both as we age and our libido 
we're told slows down, so we believe it slows down. So we think, oh, maybe we don't have sex anymore. And after kids, because uh, with little babies and stuff, you're busy with other things. How do you suggest people make time for sensual pleasure? Well, go ahead and schedule it. <laughs> Put it on the calendar and then tease all the way up to it. That makes a, a big difference. It, it just heightens all the senses and everything whenever you're teasing all the way up to it. Some people, I say, you know, even if, if you're just starting, you know, do a date night, you know, every week, you know, plan something fun so you can have that connection. One of the other things I wanted to mention about, you know, making sounds is a lot of women that come to me, they say, oh, I can't make sounds because, you know, I'm going to, the kids will hear, or, but, but if they're small, um, and you know, the door's locked and, you know, they're being taken care of. They have somebody else, you know, watching them and stuff. Um, you tell them and they're asking you, well, what's going on? What's going on? You can just tell them what's appropriate. Oh, it's just mommy and daddy showing love for each other. And a lot of times they'll just go, oh, okay. And then go off and play. And, um, but they need to know that, yeah, sound is an important part of, you know, you're showing love with your partner. Awesome. So for the woman who's a little older or she's been single for a long time and she can't sit and wait around for the guy, do you have any specific suggestions for her? Oh, yeah, definitely. Self-pleasuring is always a good thing. Um, using the fingers, using a dildo, using a vibrator, those are all wonderful things to explore. Even exploring one of the exercises that we do is just go in with the fingers and sort of neurologically, okay, where am I inside? And just see what's going on and see how each side compares um, as far as the pleasure. Is it more pleasurable on this side or on this side? Or is it more pleasurable in the center? And just play with that. And you'll notice if you keep, you know, using that, those strokes in there that it will start getting more pleasurable or you'll release those little, things that are keeping you from being more fully sexual. I like that. Ladies, were you listening? So not only with your significant or insignificant other, can you tease each other and play with each other and lead up to intimacy for yourself, by yourself, with yourself, even if you have a partner. Even if you have a partner, I really liked how Kim described as you were touching yourself, finding out where you like to be stroked, how you like to be stroked a little bit more in one area than maybe a different area, that there are no rigid rules for sex. There's no one way to have an orgasm. I mean, how many of us thought that there's only one way to do this, there's one way to do that, and this this holds true in many facets of mm -hmm. life. Kim, that when we take command of this, our own sexuality and sensuality, imagine what mm -hmm. else you can do to unfuck your life and take charge of places that maybe you were kind of sort of taking charge or maybe not at all. So if you left us with one piece of fabulous information, what would it be? Present moment. Find joy in everything you do. Mm -hmm. I like say yes to success. <laughs> I really like that in that pleasant comment, playing, pay attention. And I skipped that. Can you repeat that one more time, please? Being in present moment and saying yes to success. Success. That's yes. what I missed. Success. Did you hear that, ladies? Saying yes to success. It's all about taking charge of yourself, 
to yourself, by yourself, with yourself, and not only cleaning your own sexuality and sensuality, it's what can you do now in your life to make it better, fatter, anything else. So Kim, if where is the best place that my audience, if they care to follow up with you, where can they reach you? They can reach me at tantrichearts.com or you can find me on Facebook at tantrichearts.com. Awesome. Kim, you've just been a fabulous guest. Thank you very much. And for those of you who are listening, she does a lot of place shops. She's at Jamaica numerous times a year. You can check out her website, tantrichearts.com, and find out all different kinds of information about her. So thank you for tuning in. This is Lisa Grundon. This has been another fabulous episode of Unfuck Your Life, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You have fun. You feel empowered. You feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrundon.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N dot com.